Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And we're not doctors. We just play them on the radio. We're going to go over some injury news and figure out how that should affect our bets going forward. And we got to start with a, a really awful setback for the Chargers as Mike Williams is out for the season uh. with a torn ACL. They've already uh, haven't had Austin Eckler uh, for the last couple of weeks. But you hate this for the player, for Mike Williams. And honestly, Joe, you hate it for the Chargers as well because what was one of the biggest things that we talked about concerning L.A. coming into the season? With a new offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore, it's like, okay, maybe now they can finally throw deep more often. Really air it out because you have Justin Herbert, you should be able to do that. Well, the problem now is Mike Williams is their go-route guy. He's the one who can be that deep threat. And without him... The Chargers will have to look elsewhere, and I hope that we remember the Mike Williams injury. And we're sort of doing our post-mortem analysis of the Chargers when pretty much everything falls apart, which we completely expect it will. And what happened this past Sunday, it was the Keenan Allen game. It was getting every look. He was throwing touchdown passes. Like it was just obscene. And now teams know this going in, so how they defend is going to be quite, quite different Look, I mean, I hate to say it, but he did have the injury history, so this is not a big surprise. Unfortunate news, but it's not a surprise because the Chargers usually end up, they have injury problems as a team. And what have we seen early on? You just mentioned Eckler, and now we've got the Mike Williams thing. And so that's why we were high on Quentin Johnston in the offseason. He's going to have to step up. He has to. It's been a poor three weeks. Most receiving yards he has in a game was 10 Sunday. 10 receiving yards. That's his high so far. So, I mean, he's there's no other way to put it. He's going to have to step up, and there, there are reasons to question. I mean, they've found guys over the year. They still have Joshua Palmer on the roster, and I'm sure he'll be fine. He's filled roles in the past. But as far as, you know, breaking a game open, Mike Williams has that ability. And to miss him, that's going to kill the offense. Yeah, this is a bummer. I, I actually feel really bad for Justin Herbert. The guy's got so much talent, and, like, they just can't seem to put it together for whatever reason. It's just awful. So uh, this is a game I do not want to get involved in. Backing the Raiders, six-point dogs. I don't know. I may pass on this game altogether this week. And then they, they're in prime time. They've got Dallas Monday night. Uh, then at the Chiefs. Then they've got the Bears. So that should be nice. And then at the Jets who knows what the Jets will be at that point. So I don't know. I think they can stick around, but definitely a big blow for this Chargers team. Especially if they're going to contend in the division with the Chiefs. And look, I get that the Chiefs wide receiver core has left a little something to be desired, but they're still the Chiefs. If, if, you know, tomorrow, I'm, you know, we'll have some power rankings, whatever we decide to do. But if you were to pick your top five teams, I feel like it's an injustice not to have the Chiefs somewhere in there, even though they do have a loss. So I look at this and go, yeah. you need all hands on deck if you're the Chargers to really stay in contention. And they don't have that now. And it's that deep threat that they so desperately need, especially if they're playing from behind. And they don't have that. And it stinks for Williams. And it stinks for the Chargers as well. Yep. 100%. It really does. Mm -hmm. I... There's no competition in the division for the Chiefs. 
Just none. No. Where is it? Broncos, they're in the conversation for worst team in football. I don't think we were going to say that. <laughs> Nobody expected to say that after three weeks. I mean, and then the Raiders, we see what they have, and they don't have also much. Also in that conversation. <laughs> yes, right. Also in the conversation for worst team in football, and then there's the Chargers. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> there's right. no competition. There's no competition. Yeah. But uh, another one that uh, is sort of up in the air right now, uh, and I mentioned this earlier, is that uh, Saints quarterback Derek Carr is week to week with a sprained AC joint. And to me, this matters a great deal because the gap in the NFC South standings is closing between the Saints and the Falcons. Now, New Orleans is still the favorite, but the Mm -hmm. Falcons, that value is dissipating a little bit. And I would still argue that the Saints should be the favorite, and that betting on them is still okay. Because when you look at how Desmond Ritter has performed, Joe, it has been terrible. He is eighth from the bottom in success rate at 39%. And it goes back to the argument that I made that Desmond Ritter needs to be at least average for the Falcons to win the division. And at last check, he ain't average, Joe. He's nowhere near average. Hmm. No, he sucks. Is he the worst quarterback in the division right now? Ooh. Or is it Bryce Young uh, for the moment? Andy Dalton? (laughs) I would put Andy Dalton ahead of him. I I would too. He threw for 100% I would. Yep. What, was it like 350? (laughs) Yeah, it was fine. Put him in a position to win. Uh, Okay, so what are we going to do with this? See, I'm... I'm thinking Carr's not playing. I think it's a Jameis Winston game. What do you guys think with this injury? Might be worth it to have a Jameis Winston game as good as the Saints defense has been. Perhaps you you try to rest Carr a little bit. I mean, I absolutely hate this for Carr. I really liked what I was seeing from the Saints. I was excited for them, and then, boom, this happened. So, you got to get him healthy. I mean, you can't rely on Jameis Winston long term. He he'll be serviceable no. for a game or two, but ooh, I don't I don't know. I don't think I You're can trust him. You're probably just asking him to manage the game, right? In this specific matchup because now you have Baker in that offense with another tough matchup last night it's the eagles now you're going to the the dome to play the saints have fun with that one like the saints are installed as three-point favorites and i'm thinking it's a Jameis game like that's pretty interesting that tells you what the market is thinking of new orleans and baker probably after last night oh man like how does this move like how how much of a gap is there if they say last minute that car is in? Or once they officially announce Winston, does that number come inside of a field goal? Because all these books are willing to, to put out there at minus three. It feels like someone has a pretty strong opinion. Or, or maybe they're saying there's not that much of a gap between the two players. That's possible. Uh, there's also hashtag revenge because they are facing the Bucks. the Saints are. Oh, man. And you know Jameis Winston <laughs> wants to be prepared for that one. It's a revenge game. So maybe Winston's better than Derek Carr on that alone. Actually, yes. I think the intriguing part is that the total is 39 and a half. I kind of like yep. the under here. I really do. Mm-hmm. I almost don't matter who the quarterback is. There's a 40, there's yeah. 40. Yeah, there's some 40s, 40 and a halves right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that 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 does have like 17, 14 written all over it, right? 
Yeah. I think yeah. I think that's the play, Aaron. Yeah, I love this Saints defense, so I would definitely be looking at the under here, especially if we don't see Carr. The right. Saints are the only 3-0 under team on the young season. There's a reason. <laughs> it's wild when you think about it. I, yeah. I, I, I get that like sense. Saints have had fantastic defenses the last few years, but that's still wild to have that trend. For yep, sure. Exactly. Uh Several guys are in uh, concussion protocol. We've got Anthony Richardson, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jalen Waddell. Who do you feel like uh, perhaps is the the biggest uh, mover as far as lines are concerned or is the most impactful if, uh, say, they aren't playing this weekend, Joe? Well, Minshew's out there, and they just pulled off a big upset against the Baltimore Ravens, which a lot of people didn't think they'd have that opportunity. And Waddell's team just scored 70 points without him. So is he worth anything? And he's a non-quarterback, so probably not much, not much. I guess Jimmy Garoppolo, even though Jimmy G has not looked good this year. Of the three, I guess I have to go Jimmy G, right? Just because we always talk about what matters is the the downgrade that you have to QB2. That's what matters. So I guess it would be a little bit, not much, but it would be Jimmy G for me. Yeah, Jimmy G process of elimination. I'm with you there. <laughs> Ryan Hoyer? Right. Yeah, she don't want to have to rely on him, do you? What are the Raiders going to do? Devontae Adams is going to lose it one of these days. <laughs> if he doesn't already, Aaron, if he doesn't already, like you're already seeing, you know, seepage, I guess, something that, you know, is suggesting that he's just had enough of this. And it, mm-hmm. it's a shame that we don't uh, trade hot shot ace receivers in the middle of the season that frequently in the NFL. But boy, I, I wish Devontae Adams were in a better situation because I'd love to actually see him with a formidable quarterback and a formidable offense. I think we, Aaron, deserve that as football fans. <laughs> you know, exactly. if, if it if it's going to go this way for the Raiders, if it's going to continue to be bad, like, and if Jimmy G's not out there, give Aiden O'Connell a chance. He was highly touted when he's in college. He had a great preseason. I'd want to know, like, do we have something here? Do we have something that we can potentially build around? And then maybe, you know, Josh McDaniels can save his job based on that. And the Raiders don't like paying fire coaches anymore because they keep giving these ridiculous <laughs> contracts to coaches for a very, very long time. But yeah, I mean, at some point I, it, it wouldn't shock me if we see Aiden O'Connell out there. They might as well. What do they have to lose? They're not, yeah. they're not making the playoffs or doing anything. So I'm with you. That's a great point. No, they're not. And like we talked about before, I mean, they're in a division where you've got two teams that are vying for worse record in football. And then the chargers are very much an unknown. Maybe they're a dark horse. Yeah. They beat the Vikings, but maybe they're a dark horse to contend for one of those top picks. I don't know. Uh, So yes, in that division, you know, stink and who stinks more or less, that'll be a lot of fun. I do want to make the case though, for Jalen Waddle real quickly, because even though the dolphins hung 70, you don't, you don't imagine them being able to do that against every single football team. And at no. some point, you need to have additional wrinkles and additional things for defenses to plan against. And I think Jalen Waddell is special because he can do just about anything. He has a reception on six different routes so far this young season. The slant is what he's known for, but he can run lots of different routes and be effective doing it, Joe. 
And I think you kind of need that as the season progresses and more tapes out there. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That was the matchup of all matchups. It was what they call a perfect storm in Miami. <laughs> I see what they did there. This is Thank You All Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Jason Logan offers up his early plays for week four. That's right here on the BetQL